How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Let's go to the phone lines right now. I'll be joined by Zach Kranz with WQAM down in Miami. Let's take a closer look at Super Wild Card Weekend between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Carrington. I'm just uh, preparing myself for the uh, frigid weather in Kansas City. And when I mean that, I'm saying I'm not coming up there. I'm staying in the 70-degree weather in Miami because everything scares me about what that weather looked like. Zach, why'd you have to do that? I mean, that's not the kind of energy we're starting this phone call with, right? <laughs> I just, it's, you know, when, when, you, when a kid grows up in South Florida his whole life and pulls out a sweatshirt when it's, you know, 62 degrees outside and then sees what the weather might look like in Kansas City, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm excited to watch it, but I'm excited to watch it on TV at this point. They are using terms like dangerously cold to describe <laughs> the weather for Saturday's game, and you and I have the same idea. You wouldn't catch me out there watching this game. No chance. I hope it's a great game. I hope it's fun. I hope it's right down to the wire. And I hope that I have a nice cozy seat on my couch Saturday night. So, Zach, you and I have this conversation back in October. Let's have it today. I think that Miami is a really good team if you were playing teams that aren't in the postseason. Like, if you're going against Washington, Miami is incredible. If you're playing the Giants or Carolina, I mean, who knows? Miami might score 70 points this year. But if you were playing one of the premier teams in the league if you're playing Buffalo if you're playing Kansas City if you're playing Baltimore I just don't have a lot of confidence in Miami to win those games they haven't won those games all year yeah I'll tell you what they haven't shown uh, anything besides the points that we made months ago weeks ago whatever it was like they haven't even shown uh, that at all they've come close they beat Dallas so I guess we give them a little bit of credit for that Dallas is a playoff team but everyone else they faced in, and it's a playoff team they haven't really put their best showing out there or they've lost the game in just weird ways. Like, you know, just, they couldn't, they couldn't, they, they fumble a snap or they do that. It's just something crazy at those moments. And the closest game outside of the win against Dallas, I think was Kansas city and Germany. And that's the craziest fact of them all is that if they would have had a half decent first half, maybe it was a better game in Germany against Kansas city and now you're here. You're, Tyreek wanted to go home. He's finally getting to go home to KC. The storylines are all over the place, too, in the cold weather. Dolphins can't beat a good team. There's just so many different storylines. The storyline I want to see is how this team is ready to go Saturday night, how Mike McDaniel gets his team ready to go. I don't care if it's 20 degrees below zero and a wind chill or 150 degrees at Hard Rock Stadium where, where teams are complaining it's so hot you got to come out. It's a playoff game. You haven't won a playoff game since I was in my 20s. 
And Carrington, I'm in my mid-40s now. Okay, it's been that long just for a playoff win. Forget about a Super Bowl. Just a playoff win. So let's get there. Let's see what happens Saturday night with this team. And a lot rests on Mike McDaniel's shoulders. I know he's not going to throw the ball, catch the ball, tackle, or, or kick a field goal. But he is the head guy for this team. And I think a lot of pressure is on Mike McDaniel to make sure this team is ready to go Saturday for kickoff. Right now, we're talking to Zach Krantz of WQAM down in Miami. You mentioned the Tyreek Hill storyline. It obviously is a big deal here with him coming home. They should have played this game in Arrowhead back in October, but it got moved to Germany. How big of a storyline is it there? You know what? I don't think it's as big as – I don't think it's as big as it probably is in Kansas City for just the, 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 the real point of the last two weeks with Dolphins have been terrible. Uh, you lose two really bad games where you could have possibly gotten the number one seed. We can go back to the Tennessee game even about a month ago where they blew that game. But that Baltimore and that Buffalo game at the end of the season took so much energy out of this team and out of this town that we're just – you're limping into the playoffs and really li- literally limping in the playoffs because of injuries too. But I think the Tyreek Hill story would have been bigger – is if, you know, if this team was the number one seed and they were going to can't, you know, or there were the two, this is the AFC championship game. I think at this point, Dolphin fans and media down here are just like, we're in, we're in the playoffs. We can't afford to lose another game. Now, Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City should be a monster headline, not just in Kansas City, not just down here, but for the NFL in general, because you're talking about one of the most dynamic players in the league, if not the most dynamic player in the league. I hope he's at 80%. That's the thing to a Tyreek. You saw him play the last couple of weeks. He he's limping a little here, limping a little here. Tua tried to kill him last week in a, for a couple of plays in that Baltimore game too, where he threw the ball over the, the middle of the field and almost got Tyreek crushed. And, and I was just like, oh my god, is he even going to be okay for the playoffs at this point? Um, I'll, when kickoff happens and Tyreek gets on the field, I think that first and, and second drive and maybe the last drive of the game are going to be really big if that Dolphins team is still in it. But the storyline, yeah, I would think it would be bigger down here, but it's not as big as I thought, or or probably it should be. So we talked about this yesterday on the show. I feel like every quarterback that's just not one of those premier quarterbacks, but like not bad, they just get compared to Alex Smith. Oh, that guy reminds me of Alex Smith. It doesn't matter if it's Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins or Jimmy Garoppolo here in Kansas City. People just compare them to Alex Smith. I kind of feel like that's what Tua is, that of all the quarterbacks that we say, hey, this guy reminds me of Alex Smith. I feel like that's Tua. If you give Tua everything, great run game, great weapons on the outside, Tua's capable. I feel like if you take one or more of those things away, he is a drastically different quarterback. Do you trust that Tua can win a game like this? Uh, you know what? That is a, a awesome, great question, awesome question, and something that's been kind of thrown around here with the whole percep- uh, perception of they can't beat a good team. I, I hope Tua can do it. I don't want to hear an excuse after the game if they lose that it was the weather or it was this or it was that. Tua, good for Tua when he does come out and have a bad game to come out and say it. But this is so big for him, I think. He's going to get the extension no matter what. I just think, and I I talked about it on the podcast the other day too with a couple people, I think there's such a difference in a win and a loss for Tua, especially this week when it comes to that extension, because if he doesn't win and the narrative is still around him, he can't do it without everybody full strength around him. He can't do it in cold weather. He can't do this. Can't, 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 can't. Then I think he gets an extension, but I don't think he gets that Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow money. It gets underneath that. If he can win in Kansas City and he can put up a good game, and it's possible Waddle, I don't know what the deal is with Waddle. He didn't look great in practice. 
uh, yesterday and the day before. He just looked like there was still a little bit of a limp there. So he's not going to be at 100%, I think, when it comes to throwing the ball. Plus, in that weather, who knows what it's going to look like. But if Mostert plays and that run game is there, it's going to take a lot of pressure off Sua. So go back to your original question. Do I think he can win it? I do think he can, but I don't think it's going to be on his arm. I think he might be the quarterback of the winning team, but I don't think it's going to be a game where he throws two or three or four touchdowns to win this game. I think it's going to be one of those dragging out defensive uh, games, uh, especially for the Dolphins. And that's, I'm sure, the game plan going in. So do I think he could win? Yes. Is he going to be the winning quarterback for the team? Yes. Is he going to be the reason they win the game? I don't think so. So I'm looking at the Daniel Jones contract. He signed for four years, $160 million back in March of last season. Is that the kind of deal you're thinking with Tua, that at the end of this season, that's what the Dolphins and their quarterback agree to somewhere in that ballpark? If the season ends Saturday night at midnight, 1 a.m., that's his contract, I think, in my eyes. If they go another week or two weeks or the miraculous happens and he gets to that Super Bowl in a couple of weeks, I think it's going to be closer to that big number, that Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow money, you know, that money, because of the fact that the first question with him was, can he, you know, play? Is he durable enough to, to last the season he did this year? He put up MVP numbers for the first five or six weeks of this year, and then it kind of dropped off a little bit and had a couple of games where he wasn't there. I think that this game, it's funny you said Daniel Jones because the example someone used with me the other day was a loss gets in Daniel Jones' money, a win and a couple wins gets him closer to Justin Herbert Burrow money and maybe somewhere in between if he just wins one game and doesn't do it in that second game. He, it's just unbelievable the narrative with Tua right now because last year at this time, is he or two years ago at this time, will he even be on this Dolphins roster by year five? And now it's how big of the extension is going to be. But I think a win or a loss this week and the, and the coming weeks is going to determine how many or how many numbers above 40 are going to be on that contract. Right now, we're talking to Zach Krantz of WQAM down in Miami, taking a closer look at the Miami Dolphins ahead of Super Wild Card Weekend between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. You've mentioned the injuries for the road team. How much of a toll has that taken on the Dolphins as we have closed out this regular season? Oh, major. I mean, major, major, major. Dolphins defense was built this season on pass rushing. I was uh, Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, Andrew Van Ginkle. All those guys were having pretty good to really good seasons. All of them are gone. None of them are going to play in this game. Jerome Baker came back for one game, uh, you know, out the IR, played in last week's game. Actually had one of the best tackles of the game right at the goal line to stop them at the goal line. He's not playing uh, Saturday night. He's on the IR. Javon Holland, all, you know, could be an all-pro safety, this guy. He is really good. I'm not sure he's going to play on Saturday night. Uh, Xavier Howard, number two cornerback for this team, part of one of the better duos of cornerbacks in this entire league. He's not going to be out there Saturday night. We're talking about five or six guys on defense and the possibility of one or two guys on that offense not playing. You want to talk about, and I said it earlier, limping into the playoffs. Miami would be the poster child right now for a team that's limping into the playoffs. So I'm looking at the offense for Miami, and the first time that these two teams played each other, they didn't have Devon A-Chain. He had a fantastic rookie year, ran for almost 800 yards this year, had a couple monster games. How different is that offense when he's there as opposed to when he's not? Uh, I think you'll, you'll see a major difference Saturday night if Mostert and A-Chain's out there because of the fact that he both those guys are super fast. I mean – when all these guys are healthy, if you want to put a four by 100 relay team together, Dolphins could probably compete with anyone, uh, you know, for, you know, Olympic trial wise. But he just came, he's a speeding bullet. 
when he gets a little bit of space, he hits it. He hits that hole as hard and as fast as I've seen guys do it in the NFL in the last couple of years. And Mostert, too. When the two of those guys are two-headed monster, this offense is totally different than when they're not both there. We've seen it in the last five or six weeks. We saw it in Kansas City. Uh, he just – H.A. makes a difference. He does make a difference on the team. But it's a bigger difference when it's him and Mostert out. They're both kind of splitting carries. I don't know if H.A. is the kind of guy right now. Maybe not this year. Maybe not even next year. Maybe in a couple of years that could do 20, 25, 30 carries like, a, you know, one of those – the number one running back can do. I just think – that if he's out there and Mostert's out there, you're going to see a much different offense than you saw even in Kansas City for Tua and Mike McDaniel. Zach, which of those injuries do you think has the biggest effect on this Dolphins team with all the players that are banged up or missing? Oof. I would say, honestly, pick your choice of any of those three defensive linemen. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, we're talking about guys that have eight-plus sacks each. Uh, you know, I don't know what Phillips' final number was before he got hurt. But if you added one of those guys to the team right now, I think the defense would be a lot better than it is today. You had to pick up guys like Bruce Irvin uh, this past week. There were there were uh, and Dominican Sue came into the facility a couple of weeks back. This is how banged up that front four is. Forget about the front seven, that front four. But if you told me that Bradley Chubb, Andrew Van Ginkle, or Jalen Phillips would be back and healthy for this game this weekend, I feel a lot more comfortable rushing the quarterback and getting to Patrick Mahomes. Without him, it's going to be a bit of a struggle. You're going, to see a, you're going to see Christian Wilkins at times probably go off to the end instead of being in the interior, and Christian Wilkins is a very good interior player. So I don't want them to change too much, but they have to uh, because of personnel more than anything else. So, yeah, so if I had my choice right now, uh, I know Xavier Howard is, is an all-pro and a guy that can be really good. Jerome Baker is an awesome middle linebacker when he's out there. He always leads the league or the team in tackles. But if I could have someone back offensively or defensively right now, I'd pick one of those three uh, pass rushers for sure. Zach, what's the confidence level amongst fans in Miami? Just here in Kansas City, overwhelming confidence, overwhelming optimism about this game. Now, if that could change in the next round, if they got to go on the road to Buffalo, but at least right now, almost everybody thinks they are winning this week against Miami. I'm curious on the flip side, how are people down there feeling heading on the road, coming to Arrowhead for, uh, for Saturday's game? I think more worried about the weather than anything else. And, of, of course, obviously the injuries. But it's weird, too, because I think there was a little bit of sigh of relief, as crazy as that sounds, that they weren't going to play Buffalo again next week. Because Buffalo has his team's number more than anyone else, especially the last four or five years. Josh Allen has dominated this Dolphins team. And I think if somehow, some way, either if they would have won that game last week and then hosted Buffalo again, or if, so, if, if the numbers were crazy enough with a tie, another tie, they probably would have played Pittsburgh. I don't think they wanted Buffalo. And I think when Buffalo wasn't the team on the docket and Kansas City was, there was a little bit of a sigh of relief. I don't know why, because as far as I'm concerned, I, I can look up the roster right now. Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and guys like that are still on that roster. And as long as they are, Kansas City is definitely one of the most dangerous teams in the playoffs at this point, outside of being defending champs. Uh, but, yeah, I do think that there is a little – it's not as much negative as there is positive outside of the weather stuff. I think if they, they put these two teams on the field together, I think some fans still think the Dolphins have a chance or a good chance. Um, but I think with the injuries and the weather, some people are kind of saying the, the, the season's over at this point. Zach, I'm going to get you out of here with this. Chiefs win if, Dolphins win if. Chiefs win if they can control the line of scrimmage and not let any of the Dolphin defenders get to Pat Mahomes. I think if they can control it, they're going to win that game, and Dolphins are not going to have a shot 
and the Dolphins win if that run game is what we all expect that run game to look like. And I'm talking about 40 to 45 rushes split between two or three guys and that offensive line playing good. One of the most, one of the craziest parts of this Dolphins team this year has been how well that offensive line plays at times. And it's like their 10th, 11th, or 12th different starting lineup and that, for that front five. So, yeah, if the Dolphins can run the ball as well as they want to, Dolphins have a chance. If the Chiefs can hold that line of scrimmage and just dominate that line of scrimmage, I don't think the Dolphins have a chance at all. That is Zach Krantz joining us on the show today with WQAM down in Miami, taking a closer look at Super Wild Card Weekend between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Zach, I always appreciate your time, my man. Thanks a lot for hopping on today. Carrington, thanks for always having me on. I appreciate it, and I will uh, text you from my couch Saturday night uh, when I have the blanket around me and my kid's sleeping and I got an ice-cold beer in my hand. I'm going to be doing the exact same thing, Zach. I appreciate you, my man. That's my guy, Zach Krantz. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day the big tournament or one of the majors we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened and let's not forget the important stuff the amount of daylight where i live the importance of speedies and the rankings of beach style pizza Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. 
in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.